Welcome to the Asbury Park Vibes podcast. Asbury Park Vibes is dedicated to sharing information about the live music scene in the Asbury Park area, as well as the bands who have traveled through. We thank you for tuning in, downloading, or just stumbling upon our podcast. new wave feel which uh knocked my thoughts off when i first heard them let me introduce the band dummy thanks for joining me tonight guys so glad to have you here um i just wanted to tell you real quick um i have this little i do listen as editor of asbury park vibes i listen to everything anyone sends in to us and we get a lot but i have a little routine for this and i you know it's kind of weird weird or not whatever um, I, I get the music all queued up, I put my headphones on, I close my eyes, and I just kind of let that music wash over me, and I heard your sound, and I was immediately transported back. I'm much older than you guys, transported <laughs> back, <laughs> and you know, I'm thinking like, um, I don't know, orchestral maneuvers in the dark, don't know if you're familiar with them, Animotion, um, Bando Ballet, I don't know oh, if you've yeah. ever heard of them, but you guys brought me right back. So, uh, that was kind of the goal. Yeah. <laughs> so with, uh, with that said, before we get into, um, you know, your sound, Ben, can you just tell me um, the names of the band members and what everyone, what instruments everyone plays? Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm Ben. Uh, I play uh, bass and I do vocals. This is Maddie here. He plays synth and we switch on and off with our instruments kind of, you know, uh, Alleviate it out. This is Chris, plays drums, adds all the nice little nice licks. This is Jeff, he plays a lead guitar, and Carly backs it up with a great, you know, melodic rhythm guitar. And, and Carly, do you sing as well? Um, in a few songs, I do a little bit of backup. And um, well, let me tell you, um, suddenly, you know, in, in preparation for our discussion today, of course, I've listened several times um it's very very addicting i find myself singing it to myself during the day um and i noticed that you have fifty-one thousand streams on spotify <laughs> pretty impressive yeah great response so far yeah and instrumental has a good ten thousand plus streams um you know you guys uh just really are making a little state or a big statement i should say here um 
why do you think your song and you know your sound is resonating so much with with people now my age i understand why it would resonate with me but the younger crowd why do you think your music resonates with people um i kind of well i think it's kind of a combination of what i grew up with listening to the music my parents listen to so my dad always had like this jazz influence and my mom loved the 60s and you know they grew up listening to the cure and all that stuff so we definitely try to bring it to like a modern age kind of sound a way to um bring it out to the youth and kind of be like hey this happened a little while ago you know the energy is still there you know why not just like try it again you know and just bring it to a new level, almost. It, it definitely does. And it brings it not only to a new level, but it really distinguishes your band. Because, um, you know, with all the bands that out there, there really are no others that I know of that sound like you right now. Um, you're, you're taking a piece of the past and bringing it and, and you know, putting your spin on it. Um, when you create your songs, right now, we're going to talk in a little bit more about Suddenly. Um, who is the main lyricist, and how do you all contribute to the creation of the song? What's your process? Um, so with Suddenly, um, my brother moved out. I uh, wrote, like, kind of moved my studio place into his room. Uh, for the lyrics, I kind of wrote them kind of in my car, you know, when you're just by yourself and, you know, you just feel humble with yourself, you know, and just singing to something that you created, it kind of really brings out what you've been keeping inside and it just really brings it out. So that's what, you know, really brings the brightness and the powerfulness behind the song in terms of personality and coming from yourself. And it's just really hitting, you know, what you're feeling when you're hearing it. And, and when Ben comes to you, like, um, you know, Matt and Jeff, when he comes to you, uh, with this music now? Does he come with a, um, a riff along with the lyrics or do you kind of listen to the lyrics and bring something into it? How do you put your take on it? Well, definitely with, with when you hear like a chord progression or something like that, you can obviously feel something that is just like, wow, I want to say this. You know, I want to say that. You know, like this makes me feel like this. It makes me feel like that. You know, so it's just kind of a great way to... Yeah, I mean, especially with Suddenly, I think, like, when Ben first, like, came over, even my house, like, we were, like, I think just really, like, we had, like, that opening and the first kind of verse, and then just, like, uh, just really letting your emotions come out, and I think that even answers the other question on why so many people are resonating with our songs is because the lyrics are sort of, like, everyone feels that frustration, and uh, everyone did sort of... Uh, resonate with it. It's all the songs are about growing up, uh, being in love, um, like just uh, sort of feelings that everyone kind of has. And um, but yeah, I mean, especially with that song, just like the lyrics are so happy and then it was like, it like builds up, builds up, builds up, builds up. And then finally it's like, I'll just get some rest. It kind of has to like, that's where we break it down a little bit more and bring in some more of our uh, hardcore and punk influence. So uh, yes, that's sure. definitely like we want to we like like we were saying like we have all the '80s influence, but we also have like the hardcore and the punk background. So we really want to uh, kind of bring the energy because I mean, as good as a lot of those big 
there and like the cure and everything you know we like listen to them all the time talking heads i mean all those bands um but like we just uh want to bring something new bring a little bit more energy to it and sort of uh you know, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, because going, yeah. going to, like, a like a metal show can be intimidating, especially when people are, like, flailing their limbs all around, and uh, it's not really for everybody, but we kind of want to bring that energy to dancing, like, and, and then also dancing, and we want to bring it more to, like, the pop space. That's actually one of my questions that I was going to ask, that I was gonna ask is when a... Um, the dummy show like if someone goes to, to see you uh perform live what can they expect to see what do you give your uh, i would say lots of lights lots of great psychedelic jams just like a good experience a fun time and that's all we want to do it's just the way yeah. you would go back into the clubs in the 80s yeah. and just have a great time everyone is just open about who they are you know it doesn't matter you know who you are you know, you just have a great time, you can dance, you can just just have a have an awesome time. Yeah. You know. Music's universal language brings everyone together, right? One great big part. Now Carly, um, I don't know if you've noticed, but um our um Asbury Park Vibes and our podcast has been doing a women who rock series. Okay. And it's super cool that you're in this band with the uh, four uh four gentlemen and that you are a big part of what they do. Now, how did you come to be a part of the band? And what's it like being the only female? Well, um, the way I came into the band was uh, Ben and I went to high school together and we had like quite a few mutual friends. And then um, after a while, like we both knew we each were interested in music and stuff like that. And he was like, I have this project going, like, would you want to come jam? And I was like, yeah, definitely. So that's how that happened. Um, and as for being the only woman in the band, it's honestly, the guys always make me feel comfortable in every way. And it's just like, it feels good in a sense to like be comforted and not treated different because I'm a woman playing rock music or anything like that. Wonderful. And, and how did the other guys come to, if, if you two knew each other in school, um, you know, Chris and Matt and Jeff, how did you come to be part of the band? Um, yeah, I mean, I knew Ben from growing up. He was friends with my cousin, and uh, he like we were sort of in the same hardcore scene. He was like, the like him and Chris were in a band, but I didn't really know Chris yet. I just like knew Ben because he was in the same hometown as me. And then uh, he had like I knew he was like working on music, and uh, he sent me some of the stuff that he was working on, some of his demos. And I was like, let's get together and jam. And then uh, and we jammed a couple of times. We were like, we need more members. Like we need to. You know, like that's when you hit up Carly and then you get the drums. Yeah, there were there's a lot of guitarists like in Hillsborough just playing guitar. So I was I was like, who's the most reliable person that I know who I can really put the music in their own hands? And it's funny because Carly and I had the same guitar class, but we sat completely like she sat on like the bottom, I sat all the way to the top of me. We never really met each other, um, but yeah, through mutual friends, I was like, "Hey, like, are you still playing guitar?" She was like, "Yeah." yeah. So um, I hit her up. I was just like, "Hey, like, we got a couple songs together. Like, come over. I'll teach it to them." And then uh, we started jamming, and we found she was like the perfect missing piece to what we needed musically and as a band. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the 
and I love bands who have um, keyboards. To me, that adds such a nice layer. Kind of sets you apart another way too, because not that many bands have have the keys. And so, Matt, how did you uh, come to the band? Did actually Ben? Did you look for a keyboard player, or um, did you know you wanted to add keys to? <laughs> well, uh, it was honestly, I kind of like, because uh, I've known Ben since he was like 14, mm -hmm. and uh, him and Chris were in a band, and he would always be coming over to the house and stuff, and we'd, be, we'd jam and everything. And uh, yeah, he was talking about it, and he's like, he's like, we have keys in the song. Like, I don't know anyone who plays keyboard. I'm like, I don't play keyboard, but I'll learn. <laughs> so that's basically how I got it. Yeah. I'm like, I love the music. So I'll do it. yourself? What's that? You completely taught yourself? Yes, and I'm, uh, I'm still in the process. I gave him a couple of pianos. He's definitely the perfect, perfect pitch for it. Yeah, it worked out. And uh, yeah, I mean, I started off playing guitar and bass. Um, so yeah, it, it was completely different. So it's kind of cool learning different, you know, hopping on something else. And it's fun. I like it. That's awesome. That, <laughs> you filled the need. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> so um, now it sounds like, um, you know, uh, Ben and Carly, you were saying you were in um, a music class together. Do any of you uh, have other, ha do any other band members have formal training or have some of you taught yourself? Like Chris, did you have I, I took drum lessons like at middle school and I'm pretty much all self-taught though. That's yeah. I just play by. I hear something and I play by ear. I figure it out. I, I did. Yeah, I also took guitar lessons in uh, middle school and uh, all the way through high school. I took the same guitar class that they took. I'm a little bit older, so I was probably like in the prototype version of the class. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But I mean, they don't teach you like uh, '80s post-punk. And the rock or like metal in those classes, they teach you like nylon Spanish guitar and uh, yeah, that's what Carly and I learned in high school. And that was it. Yeah, on the water. The classics, like 1820s classical, like Jester. Music yeah. like you play for like the kids or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, but uh, I yeah I I grew up like kind of taking lessons, but I always kind of hated them and I just kind of go on my own, just try to figure things out all myself. Just try to write up songs. I hear that a lot from musicians that you know they they try to t if they try to take lessons and. Um, I had a, a gentleman that I interviewed and he said, you know, they just taught me in a way I didn't understand. So I just mm -hmm. hated it. He said the same thing you did. I hated it and I just figured it out on my own. And, uh, you know, sometimes that's the best way, right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, it makes like a, kind of makes you, you develop like your own unique sound a little bit too. Yeah. Definitely. But we still have a ton of respect for people that uh, learn <laughs> Play everywhere. So don't come for us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Absolutely. Now, I was um, enjoying also your um, video suddenly of suddenly. Um, who came up with the like storyboard idea for that? Did you have like a person who told you this is what we're going to do for the song? Um, or Sort of like new, like since we have like, especially like um, suddenly is like so strong in like that 80s kind of new wave and it has like the night, like you're saying, it's just like so nostalgic. So we kind of knew we wanted to like bring back like that uh, kind of classic MTV, like white backdrop room vibe to it and uh, just like look like a, like a bigger band and uh, kind of like present it like that, especially since it was our first release and we had sort of this whole uh, weird uh, quarantine situation to come out of. So we had some time to really think about it, put it together. But then besides that, um, uh, the director, Jim Bomeo and uh, Helen Heller, like they put it together and uh, like killed it. And we even worked with them on our newest music video uh, for Afterthought, which we'll be releasing uh, soon yeah this may but later this may but uh yeah i mean i think it's like more about creating a big team and uh like people that you all can work with and trust and see your vision and you all kind of work together it's like one relationship yeah it's like the key to success absolutely and so you mentioned also the quarantine has that slowed down your process for creating as a band or have you guys been like putting it into high gear and creating more during, during this pandemic? Uh, Carly? I think we've done, like the whole outcome of everything major we've done so far has been during the pandemic. So I think it kind of like gave us all some time to really like lock down and be creative and um, just express it in any way we could and just talk to each other, bring our ideas to the table and then show you what we have you know yeah. yeah definitely uh i moved in with them uh right after the pandemic so it was a great way to really get the ideas flowing and you know really jump for what we want as a band you know with all the time we have now you know so it's almost a blessing and a curse because we can't you know play as shows as soon as we want to but at least we can get the music done which is the most important mm -hmm. part. Yeah, mm -hmm. it kind of lets us just focus just on the music, the you know the artwork, and like trying to do everything right and kind of like figure out a formula. But yeah, it was cool. Like when he was over, um, yeah, he like stayed with us through lockdown, and like it's kind of like what else are we gonna do? Cause, like uh, all of our places, <laughs> we have no escape not to. Yeah. It's, it's like every day it was cool. Like every day we could be writing music for at least like hours every day and uh yeah, it's cool we got definitely i mean i think it also gave us like a unique opportunity to kind of like come together we're kind of like a little family you know like i mean before it was sort of like hey i'm a musician you're a musician like we're all like musicians let's like play music together right now we're like kind of like like brothers and sisters you know right. yeah we're kind of really brought everyone up. Yeah, I mean, like everyone's on the same page. Like, like, you know, we like, well, we yeah, personally, like everyone's sort of close and it's kind of like, and so at the end of the day, like, I think that, like, yeah, like how we move everything.
it almost like kind of put you in a time time machine and, and kind of like got you guys even closer um, and, and kind of solidified everything in your band. It sounds like so. Um, yeah. So when you so you do hang out then well when the pandemic is over I was gonna say you know you hang out as friends. What do you guys do when you're not creating music together? Have you done other things to hang out? I'll be really talk about band stuff like all the time, yeah. like drink water and uh, <laughs> work out. <laughs> work out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we watch movies, like we like show each other like cool videos we saw, like and like kind of like pulling different influences. Like I think we always talk about some sort of band thing because we're so like the band well, I mean we're really we're really in it. You know, like we're really in the groove and now that things are opening back up, I think like that's like part of the reason why we're kinda like have such good traction right now is because we're like I like fishing. Yeah, well there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? What do you like? Well when you're when you're a DIY artist most are today. You you have to spend an inordinate amount of time on your band, and if you love it, it's not like work, right? Right. Yeah. right. So, um, do any one of you like cancel social media, or do you all do it? Like, how do you split that up? I would say Jeff, for the most part, handles like he gives us like the best strategies and the way to approach like you know our next release or the way we're you know going about things and. You know, um, so we all try and figure out a way to really, uh, you know, get into that and be on the same page as the way to do strategy. But he's he's the mastermind behind most of our mm -hmm. social media and stuff like that. And care yeah, but also like Matt is like really good with like Adobe Creative Suite and stuff. And, like he was working as a website designer before the pandemic hit. His websites were. He even did our website, so it looks really good. Um, you know what? I think like I don't know. We all. What's cool about us, like we all are like, yeah. Now we're all friends and stuff. But like before this, we all sort of had our own groups and our own friends and things, and that's sort of like. So we're kind of like are growing together, but we're like taking like all five of us, like basically have like our little gangs around it. So it's kind of like we created like a, like a mega family. Yeah, community's growing. Yeah, so like, yeah, like it seems like we have a lot of fans, but really we just like, it seems like we have a lot of friends at this point. Mm -hmm. And it like keeps growing and growing, and everyone likes each other for the most point, <laughs> most part. And are there any things, like, you know, when things come back to, uh, well, what venues have you played in the past? And then once the pandemic is over, what venues are you hoping? Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, did you not hear me? Uh, sorry, cut out. Okay. What venues have you played in the past, and what venues are you hoping to play once the pandemic is is over? Uh, we didn't really get to play at all. Like we like were ready to play, and then the pandemic hit, and then so we sort of like even that like what what we've been saying is like sort of gave us the chance to reset and like re-strategize and do everything. Um, I mean, we want to play like everywhere. Everywhere. We want to play like big venues. We want to play basements. We want to play uh, 
anything and everything as long as we can get our friends in there and we could like have a good time and uh spring and yeah. together get everyone dancing have a good time mm -hmm. lift the night up yeah, yeah. kind of relive your favorite movie almost if you want to <laughs> yeah I would so, love but uh yeah we we've been playing you know all of us have played different venues just growing up and whatnot in the tri-state area I mean, there's countless, countless VFWs, yeah, but uh, so yeah, we kind of just grew up just playing live shows where we could, so I mean, we're still on the same energy as that, so you know, book us if you want to, <laughs> we'll play it, we'll we're open, it. yeah, yeah, <laughs> we want all the exposure, it doesn't matter, really. yeah, well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully, we see you guys. I hope so too. That'd be awesome. For sure. Now, um, just a, a personal question, a music personal question. Um, what are you all like really into right now? What what music or artists can you not stop listening to right now? Oh god. Probably dummy, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to our Yeah, I think like uh, I mean like that's also like a major thing. Like we make music that we want to hear. You know, at the end of the day, like something that's like there's a void of music that like maybe we do love some bands, but they don't quite make exactly what we want to be listening to. So that's sort of also uh, our influence on how we uh, write songs. Carly, what's on your uh, Discover Weekly? Oh God, um, I've been listening. He's actually from Asbury, Joe P, formerly of Deal Casino. He, yeah, he's been putting out a lot of new good stuff, and I've just been loving it and listening to it all over and over and over. The song Weaves, I love that song. What about uh, Movements? And the Movements, of course. <laughs> movements is a band from California who I absolutely love. One of my favorites. Yeah, we've been listening to the new Current Joyce. He just released his uh, third song off the annual album. Jamming that, but I really, um, I really just put my phone on shuffle, and it, it'll go between like death metal, classical, then like reggae, and this like it goes, it goes all yeah. over the place. But um, I say that's probably yeah, the most recent. <laughs> so I'll give you okay top three right now. Current choice is definitely Warble. Uh, Nav, the Canadian, right? <laughs> He's been on repeat for me. And uh, I'm a metalhead, so uh, brand of sacrifice, probably. <laughs> they put out an awesome album like a month ago. All my daily rotation. Okay. We still definitely have the uh, like the death metal bug. So that'll look. <laughs> That's all. Every I now and then, yeah. We just... Oh my god. That, that was one of my questions. As far as influences, if you like death metal? You you know like what other genres? the other band members like like carly what do you tend to look to? what type of music well i guess like my main uh, i guess influence would be classic rock because i i grew up listening to classic rock because it's my parents favorite style would just be constantly playing throughout the house so bands like led zeppelin pink floyd you know just so good you know <laughs> so um is, do you have one artist that is a 
Yeah. Um, honestly, the main reason I started playing guitar was when I really liked the band My Chemical Romance, you know, a classic. Um, Frank Iero, I just really liked the way he would go so hard and have put so much energy into his performances and Ray Toro as well. And it just made me want to play guitar. So that's like the main reason that I started. going to be there with me um, in Prudential in 2022. See them? We'll be looking open for them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like we're open. Uh, just call us. <laughs> what, yeah. What about you guys? Like, is there, um, you know, a musician that really inspires you that you really look up to or think that's, you know, that's a great musician who I'd like to aspire to? For me, it was always the vocalists who captured my attention and just the music that would back up, like, the lyrics and just everything. So just like, oh my God, you know, like I can really feel this when I hear it, you know? So for me, it was definitely Jim Morrison and the Doors. I grew up with Robbie Krieger, John Densmore, Raymond Zarek, and, you know, um, all those aspects of the way they approach their instruments is definitely a way I kind of tap in into what I grew up listening to and the way they turn over the feeling of what they're saying, what they're playing, it's the music, you know, so it's always a huge inspiration for me, you know, you go up to Ian Curtis and Bernard Sumner and Peter Hook, you know, like they all just kind of, you know, just based the music around the lyrics and the feeling, and it's just, it's just amazing the way it comes out, you know, and that's just always my main inspiration, it was just like, it's just an art form that is so so beautiful, you know, and it just can, you know, uh, expose itself to everyone, you know, no matter who it is, you know, it, you'll you might not like it, but you might start tapping your feet to it, you know, or something like that, you know. It's just the great feelings that music can bring to you through rhythm and melodies and lyrics, you know. Absolutely. And that's what you try, I'm sure, when you go on stage, you try to give to everybody when you sing. When I go on, yeah, every time I go on stage, it's, it's kind of like a blackout. You know, you just kind of get into your own character to really get your point across, you know, and you just kind of feel yourself, like, looking at yourself in, like, third person or something, and you're just really going all out and giving it all out and it's just a beautiful feeling and it feels great you know but uh yeah i mean there's something like totally definitely like electric like even when we get to practice all together like there's definitely like a really like uh cool feeling i mean it's almost like in the in a movie when they have like the scene when they're like in the studio and like you kind of like really get it like i mean you could feel it from watching the movie i mean that's exactly how we feel i think when we all play together and i think that's like I mean, that's just as important as everything else. And we hope like that the people listening like feel it too. Feel resonant. Yeah. Right. And that's what I was going to ask you about your, um, the goal of your music. Like when you think about being on stage like that and, and wanting to give that to your fans, what's your goal? Like what, what do you want your music to do 
or give to your fans? What do you hope they get out of it? Just have fun. Yeah, I mean, for especially like a live performance, like literally go dumb. Uh, I mean, not go dumb one time, but I mean, at home, if you're listening to our songs, maybe not like, I mean, suddenly, definitely, I feel a lot of people resonate with the lyrics, but um, yeah, and then we have more songs coming out that I hope like, you know, people just like, if they're having a tough time or anything, they can like resonate with the lyrics and kind of just like grow with us as a band, as a, or, as a band or even like just as people. So tell me a little bit about what's coming up. Uh, you have new projects going, new music. Um, what have you been working on, and um, and what what can we be excited about hearing after uh, suddenly? Which I said I loved. I can't wait to hear the rest. Yeah. So on uh, May twenty first, um, we will be releasing our uh, follow up single Afterthought. Uh, we just shot a music video for that. We're uh, almost finished with all the editing and stuff like that so that's exciting um we'll probably release the video a little bit after the single release but yeah i mean this one is definitely a bigger yeah bigger song more like definitely just epic uh carly and i have a lot more uh, technical guitar um very melodic very dreamy um the synths like create this eeriness in some parts um Chris absolutely destroys it on the drums. It's like uh, Phil Collins is going to retire after he hears it, probably. There's <laughs> um, definitely a more lighter approach to the way we did Suddenly. It's definitely a more uh, atmospheric type of song that kind of like puts you in the cloud a little bit. But yeah, we shot the video with Romeo and Keller with uh, Mike Morello, our engineer, and, you know, it's, a, it's so great to be working with just the same people that helped us with suddenly that, so, you know, uh, we can definitely, like, put our trust in their vision, our vision, you know, mm -hmm. and they really did themselves out this time, it was so awesome, we cannot wait to release this one. Yeah, we, were, we were really feel like a great team. Yeah, we've been blessed. Like anyone we're doing a video with, big side, we we're just like, we already found people. Like, we got really lucky. Like, we did it with. And, uh, yeah, they're, like, they're, they're part of the band now. And they're, like, yeah, they're part of this thing. Like, yeah, it's not even that. Like, we, like, trust them with, like, ideas that we have and all sort of come yeah. together. Be, you know, like, Harley seems to be a maker in this band now. Watch out for that. <laughs> yeah, it's much more like a cinematic. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah we based it off kind of like 80s, like B-movie horror, kind of, so it's less like instrumental, more cinematic. So we're trying to like switch it up a little bit. And, yeah. You know, give the people a little curveball. It is completely different than the stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot. It's going to throw something in I mean, I think everyone that helped us with it from, like they said, like Mike with the recording us and mixing it and uh, to Jim and Callan, like with their vision and just how they shot it and all the work they put in. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to hopefully blow suddenly. Don't want you to listen to suddenly, but we'll forgive you. <laughs> like, yeah. Completely different vibe. So if someone 
like if people want something definitely a little bit lighter and with a happier tone, it's that definitely. Yeah, afterthought is like definitely. Perfect. Yeah, it's like perfect for like a drive down to the beach, like nighttime yeah. or daytime. Like it's just, I think it's gonna be perfect for the summer. Yeah, I was just gonna say that a good summer summer playlist song, right? Yeah, I think so. It's really important for you to, um, you know, being a newer band and you know working on uh, the beginning stages of your music production. Are you gonna try each time you do a song to make it very different? Is that like intentional, or are you just going with what's coming out of you for that song? Um, I think songs as of right now, like we kind of like know, like we have more songs that we just aren't ready to release yet. Like we're working on them and I just like, we've recorded most of them, but I just don't think like we're there or ready to release everything or we don't have everything in place. So, I mean, but like, just far as like suddenly and that, like afterthought is kind of like lyrically is kind of like a follow-up to suddenly it's sort of like the part two it's maybe the feelings after like if you could imagine the emotion somebody was going through with suddenly like afterthought definitely is like yeah yeah it's the afterthought literally yeah we usually uh so we initially started out with uh jeff and i we met up, we were just writing riffs and stuff. So we, uh, the main writing place was his basement. And, you know, we would both write demos in our rooms and stuff and bring them together. And then uh, I moved in with these guys and, you know, we were just going every day, came up with Afterthought. Um, and so through that process, we just always had this consistent meeting up and Carly would come and just add a little lick or two, you know, and like, we would really just like bring the songs together and just make it sound awesome, you know. Um, we have way too much music to release yeah, right now. Um, yeah, but I don't, I don't really think we're trying to just kind of pace ourselves safely with, you know, how slowly live music is coming out and, you know, trying to play it safe as a band. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, right now we're just meeting up consistently weekly after week and just coming up with new ideas. That's kind of our writing process. Yeah, I don't think we really try to um, make each song really different. Um, I think it's just more like I'll play something on guitar or like whoever's playing the bass or something. We're like, ooh, it's like. We could, that that's could be cool. Uh, we just try to, yeah, yeah, sometimes, sometimes we get four minutes out of it, sometimes we get only like 45 seconds, and we get just hit a brick wall. We're like, oh, we'll just save that one for later. So we're just gonna isolate it out in five minutes. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes like we'll be in, I kind of, I got some like recording stuff too, and we'll just be in my room in, I don't know, like three or four hours, and we'll have two new ideas. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of, I mean, anything we hear that sounds good, we kind of just roll with it and see how far we can get. And, and on Spotify, well, I'm a Spotify girl, um, you know, I see the video guy on it now, and is that, that's just instrumental. Um, do you uh, sometimes just do instrumental? Because it's very, very, I, I enjoy, I enjoyed listening to that very much. Um, you know, without vocals, it, it's still a really enjoyable piece. Are you going to do that once in a while? Just do it once? Oh, definitely. Definitely, definitely loves nice 
you know, a minute, 45, two minutes is just, just something you can listen by yourself and just kind of just like, okay. You know, the same way a video guy, you know, makes you feel if, like when you listen to it, you know. But uh, yeah, we'll definitely just have those instrumental, like, interlude type things to kind of keep you on edge on what to expect next, kind of. So it's always fun to kind of work with stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and we'll hopefully like include that in our set. So we'll have like sort of like the ambient sort of jam in the middle of our uh, thing. Let the lights go down low, maybe put on some yeah. colors yeah. or something. <laughs> Space out for a minute. Funny you said that. <laughs> I was picturing that. I was, you know, I'm ready to go see you guys in, in concert. Come on, let's get, let's get this going. Let's, let's schedule it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it has been such a pleasure talking with you, and I want to thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, it's been a pleasure, and uh, you call me as soon as you get your Asbury Park show booked, because I will be there front row taking pictures. We will get you back, Paige, backstage. We'll get you some merchandise. I will be there. You know, even if it's somewhere else out of out of Asbury, we travel. So, um, but yeah, I just um, you know, uh, the sound is is amazing. It's different. It's new, and uh, you've taken a nostalgic feel and uh, put your new wave, uh, you know, relevant um, sound of today. So, um, you know, I just hope that everyone starts listening to Dummy and, and listening to your new song Afterthought when it comes out. You said May twenty first, right? Yeah, well, thank you. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, well, it was a pleasure talking with all of you. Thank you very much. You too. Thank you. We'll keep you in the loop. Take care. Take care.